The Health Show with Molly Pardo. Morning, everyone. Welcome to you to Fano Health Show and our special guest this morning, Tanya Rona. Morena, Tanya. Oh, morena, Molly. Nice to have you with, join us today. Um, well, we're doing really well, aren't we, in Tairawhiti when it comes to the virus and all the things that are required of us? Yes, surprisingly, we're doing really well. Um, it's been very calm and uh, yeah, probably too well, so sometimes I panic. Yeah. Well, I mean, the Prime Minister's even saying we're the safest place in New Zealand to be at at the moment, so pretty fantastic for the whole community to have pulled together for this. But, uh, you know, Tan, we've, we've been, everyone's been sticking in their bubbles and doing really well, but... Um, Talk to us about your role and how we can help those who are maybe not coping in their bubble. Um, my role is the Pautoko Haurua. I'm the iwi co-director for Whangaianga Pāharakeke. Uh, Whangaianga Pāharakeke has evolved over the last 12 months um, into being an iwi-led police partnership. Uh, the leadership is um, with um, the area commander, Sam Abrahama, and our iwi CEs, Harawini Tukoha and Ronald Nepier. So it's been quite um, a transformational journey for us to be able to be in the space of family harm and decide what is the best way of working with our whānau. Uh, during this time... Most of the responses that um, we've been putting into place has been led out by iwi. And I'm not sure if that's why we've been so successful. Mm, um, but it has been really um, awesome and amazing the way that everyone has come together. And I say that also in terms of our community. Um, while everyone has been in their bubbles, our services had to figure out if they were essential or not. And when they realised that they were, everyone has been um, getting together, talking, communicating via all the different mediums, uh, email, Zoom, Skype, FaceTime. You know, we're all using the technology that we have really well to be able to communicate and make sure that we are out here supporting and assisting our whanau when they've needed us. So a change in the approach and the way that the so-called Tauiwi systems have functioned unsuccessfully with many of our families. Yeah, uh, it's more about the kanohi kiti kanohi. So this this has been qu- quite trying. Fangaianga um, Paharakiki, we have a team of non-sworn kaiafina and kaifakaruruhau, and then we have sworn police officers. What we did, because we knew that the first response that our police do at any event, if that is done properly and that is done well, then there should be a reduction in further harm. So we Mm. redeployed all of our police constables and sworn staff that were a part of our team back into the front line, back into key teams within the police so that they could be there to support what it is that we wanted to achieve across the community. And then our kaiafina that we have, which is around 10 they were all redeployed as well, working with select groups so that we could make sure that whatever whānau needed, 
they received uh, immediate access to those things. You know that to me, that's that's a, a huge turnaround, isn't it, Tan? In in the way the systems have worked forever to now. Oh yeah, it's um, been really amazing, and um, it's been a huge change though for everyone, especially police. It's something um, like everyone's been asking for this kind of change, but no one knew or had the confidence to try and put it into place. Uh, so there's myself as the co-director, uh, as the co-iwi director, and then I have a buddy. Her name is Tina Smallman. She's the um, senior sergeant in our space for prevention. So her and I have been working closely together um, using all of our knowledge and our understanding from how we've been working over the last year together um, to change the way we're responding to our whānau. The biggest, um, yeah, the biggest um, uptake on this way of working has been with MSD. The relationship we've built with them has ensured that families are getting access to full benefit entitlements, uh, emergency housing, food grants, and when we have that kind of relationship in place, it's um, the response has been immediate, like within the same day. So it's it's pretty transformational for MSD who have in the past struggled across this kind of work. But I have to say that that's because of the relationships that have been built and the current leadership that they have locally. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. So when we get back to talking about families who aren't coping, living in confined spaces, you know, some of the homes are overcrowded and there might be relationship issues with partners, children, nannies, the whole family can be a really stressful time. Yeah, relationships has been one of the biggest things that we've noticed. Um, We assess every single incident to try and clarify what's happening for our whānau so we can be there to support them with the right support. And it has been relationships. Um, There has been um, some mental health needs. And when we've talked to our families about the relationship issues, we all have been advising them, it's okay. One of you can go for a walk, have some time out. Uh, You can go out of your bubble as long as you maintain your two-metre distance. And when it's about the children and understanding how to cope and manage with the children, parents have been very proactive and trying to make decisions like that. I'll take this child for a walk or, you know, they're trying. But it, a lot of it at the beginning was they weren't sure if they could do things. So most mm. of our police team, when they attended the first incident, it was about engaging properly, uh, encouraging families to make decisions for themselves and educating them about the um, alert four level restrictions. There's two kinds of relationships, Tan, when I'm listening to you talking, and and one is strife in families, that kind of relationship. But there's also the relationship that the police and MSD need to gain the confidence of some of our sad families. Yes, and I think that's that's probably the... um, So if I go back to our families, I would have to say, because a lot of our high-risk families that would normally feature in family harm... We've hardly heard from them. 
uh, we were so concerned. I had to ask our team to go and get back in touch with them and find out, you know, what's happening, what's so different right now. And a lot of them have told us they have enjoyed just being home, not having to be told to be somewhere, you know, looking for work or um, yeah. having to go and do things with other other friends and that because of those peer pressure and social demands. And they have just enjoyed being home as a family, spending time with their children. I think some of these families, they've got their heads around homeschooling better than I have because I struggle. And a lot of them are enjoying the activities they're doing with their children at home. Um, and, and that there's, is, pressure, there's pressure taken off them in some, some way. Yes, and it's... Uh, there's no expectations to be anywhere other than just be home, be safe cool. with your family. That's cool, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's and, lovely. I know, and like we, we were panicking because we thought, well, no one's reporting. I'm still panicking about that. But that was the reason for going out and asking our families, are you okay? And the, we've lowered expectations on everyone across the, the nation just stay home, be safe, be kind. You know, key messages like that has been well, um, really see, for, amazing. Mm, well, for me, often um, people, uh, 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 they have families that everyone has been dealing with. And, you know, those at-risk families, they get ho-ha, don't they? Because there's no relationship between them and all these agencies that pile the pressure on these families. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's probably the biggest thing that's been removed. I think yeah. the investment that government has made with the support system, because most of the things we've had to deal with with some of our families is making sure that they have enough food, um, supporting them to access emergency housing when there have been issues of overcrowding and MSD have come through and they have been there that whole time. So it, it's yeah, it's but really you know, Tom, quite. I was I was talking to a young lad the other day, who had a, such a bad experience with um, MSD that he didn't go back for a benefit and struggling mentally and it just he was in an absolute state. And his most recent last week conversation with MSD was a totally different conversation. That the person was so nice so helpful, and that, this makes a heck of a difference to some of our young ones, doesn't it? Oh, it does, and I think that's the biggest change for all of us that are essential and required to be at work. We've also been required to be kind and be empathetic because mm. this is a tough time for all of our families. So, Tanya, you mentioned earlier about mental health problems that some families might be going through. And with the health system stuck at the moment with virus, how are you coping with that? Uh, we've just been working... Um, most of our, our practitioners and professionals are working remotely. In terms of mental health, we've just, most of it has been around navigating support for those families. I would have to say the response that they've been getting, families have been getting, has been a lot better. And Great. that would have to be across the board. 
And the reason why we think it's happening is because everyone is doing it from home, so they're they're accessible. They're a phone call or an email away. Yeah, so I mean, a lot of the a lot of positives are coming out of this virus, even though you know the whole world is in turmoil. But we've got some really neat stories coming out about the positive things that are happening. And so, you know, listening to you this morning gives me a sense that we're we're almost there, aren't we, when it comes to helping our families and agencies being more receptive and being kind. Yeah. I think I must be the only person and someone some people think think I'm a little bit crazy, but I actually am grateful for COVID nineteen because the system has finally had to change and adjust to meet the needs of our whānau. Yes, it hasn't had an economic agenda. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. So, um, so in your team, you have just just revisit who's in your team and how it works. You've got the police, yourselves, Iwi. Yeah, and um, so within our team, we have Kaiafina who work across different portfolios, so MSD, corrections, health, uh, mental health. Uh, We have a couple of great and amazing youth workers who have been supporting our young people. Wonderful. We always, yeah, so, and because we're 10 staff, we've also got relationships with Oranga Tamariki, uh, where we're able to monitor families all the way through and have really good talking relationships there. Um, I'm trying to think if I've missed anyone. So, Tan, um, how can they get in touch with you? Uh, they can contact us um, now because we got asked if we would put up a Facebook page, so we're having a look at that. Otherwise, we have a office number, and would you believe I don't know it? It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. But. But you've, you've given me your number. Is it appropriate to, for them to, to to ring you, or would you give me information? Probably not, because I'm never answering it. Because you're too busy. Yeah, oh, if I'm being honest, yeah, I'm useless at answering my phone. Email is the best way to get us. And that is? It's um, Rona at police.govt.nz. See, Molly, you put me on the phone. Right. Hey. Sorry, <laughs> Tanya dot Rona at police dot 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 nz. Now here's our phone number. I've just found it. Our office oh, phone deal. number is o six eight six nine o two double one. Two double o Yes, Tanya Rona. You'll get through to our office. Thanks so much. Thank you for your time. We appreciate that. Tanya Rona was our guest this morning. I'm getting an echo. Are you, Tan? Slightly. Oh, okay. Thanks for your time. Appreciate that. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Molly. Thank you. We've got our community testing at Elminster today until 4 p.m. I, I did a test yesterday. It takes a minute. The paperwork takes the longest. But Fano, this is your opportunity. A community testing also at War Memorial Theatre 
from one to three, and Whakatoa. Uh, you heard them uh, talking about that today. Okay. Uh, the family projects are making poppies. Making poppies, putting them on your fence, and being up at six in the morning. That sounds like fun. Thank you very much um, to Tanronia. Tania Rona, sorry, from Fungaya. That's just fabulous information. Uh, her, um, Tania dot Rona at police dot dot nz. The office number oh six eight six nine oh two double one. Okay, that's our information for today. Um, Nice talking to you. Itufano Health Show. Kia ora. The Health Show, caring for your community.